play this episode on 1.5x for a better listening experience. Hey guys. Welcome back to Tech Buddies podcast. So in this episode we'll be covering a various deal of topic topics uh, like uh, the whole Twitter thing that's going on right now and some good news about iPhones or for Apple and uh, the 5G rollout in India and uh, Nokia has also brought a new phone to the market so we'll also talk about that. First two topics will be covered by me, starting off with uh, the Twitter deal. So uh, Twitter has officially been sold to uh, Elon Musk for, I think, $44 billion, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. I'll just look that up. Twitter sales. Yeah, so yeah. Um, basically, yeah, $44 billion. And now Elon Musk has, so there was this whole thing where he brought in a sink to the head office so to make a pun about like, let that sink in. And I found it quite unfunny, but uh, there are many people who are huge fans of Elon Musk and his Twitter is like one of the like most popular Twitter accounts. So it didn't seem that surprising when the world's richest man just bought Twitter and his whole uh, at, at first, I w- didn't think this was going to go down. I think he just put the offer and then when he found out about the bots, I think he just was trying to back out. But because Twitter sued him for trying to back out of the deal, uh, I think he had no other option but to buy it. And his justification of buying Twitter is he wants to make an open citadel, a place where uh, people can comment uh, free of censorship and things like that. But there will be some ground rules according to him. And... Yeah, so uh, with his acquisition, when he already joined Twitter, he uh, started firing few members from the board, uh, namely the CEO and then uh, two other people. I, I don't remember their names exactly, but uh, this news got like it became really viral and there was like lots of fake news spreading along with it. So be careful if you're reading any news about the whole Twitter deal going on. I myself almost fell for a fake video of Elon Musk firing someone and it turns out it was just a very cleverly edited video. Luckily, I put some research into it before talking to others about it. So, um, but I know there'll be many people who actually believed it without doing some research and that video was pretty viral. I don't wanna get into the specifics of it, but yeah. And so basically what, uh, what Elon Musk did was after he bought Twitter, he immediately got into the office and he started first uh, kicking out the heads of the companies. He thinks uh, Twitter is mismanaged and and there was, I think there's another reason to him also doing this because when, uh, yeah, because of Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter, there, there, had, there has been definitely a sour, uh, sour relationship between uh, Twitter, the heads at Twitter's and uh, Elon Musk. So if you if now he's the owner, he has control over the company. I don't see any any reason why he should keep them uh, in the in the company. And he also had this problem with the number of bots on Twitter. So he wants to like, reduce that. So that's good for him. Personally, I don't use Twitter anymore. So and I don't like the platform, but I feel like it is an important platform because of uh, how the common man can also spread news good news or bad news but whatever and uh, with this uh, 
acquisition there's also been a mass layoff and elon musk is desperate to make profits with twitter i mean spending 44 billion on a website i don't know if it's a good deal but apparently uh, according to many sources uh, he has lot he has already fired more than 50% of its every of uh, twitter staff which is a crazy number uh, Now I can't say if Elon Musk knows what he's doing, but he seems pretty confident. So let's just hope that Twitter ends up in a good place. And one more very interesting thing. Personally, I'm not a fan of it, but there are many people who are supporting him. Um, and he's what he's trying to implement is he's trying to implement a subscription feature for having your verified check mark on Twitter. And uh, so if you have the blue tick on Twitter, then you will have to pay. a uh, uh, fee of $8 per month to keep that blue tick i personally don't think it's worth it and i think it's kind of giving and i don't know i feel like it's kind of unfair like not to the rich people but i think even to like the not to the rich or popular people but even to the people who don't have it i think it's a bit kind of unfair and i think it just doesn't make sense and we all know that having something that we already had and being made safe being made to pay for it is definitely something nobody likes with the whole youtube thing that we had covered before so i don't know how this is going to roll out just let's just hope twitter becomes a better place and a better platform as a whole now moving on to the next topic i want to keep this episode short so let's just quickly move on with the topics the second topic is good news for apple and that is the well a good news and a bad news um The good news being that uh, in this year, if you see the statistics, the iPhone 13 has been, according to many sources, the best-selling phone in India, and I'm not surprised. But honestly, I think the deals last year were better. But uh, lots of iPhone 13s were sold this year, so I guess that's good for Apple. And uh, the bad news for Apple and the good news for us is that uh, in a recent discussion, Apple uh, executives were having in an interview. um they were asked about the uh, future of the iPhones and especially whether type C would be coming to iPhones well the question wasn't that direct but the question involved uh, the interviewee asking um, an interviewer asking uh, the apple executives that if uh, that nowadays governments are trying to place regulations on large corporations and is this good or bad apple doesn't think it's good but they said they also said that they will have to comply so if you uh, kind of mandates usb type c for all devices then apple will comply no matter what so there's no uh, arguing on that so usb c could be coming to the iphone that being said there might be some way to work around that also but uh, we are not too sure oh. about that right now that's what like mkbhd and dave trudy and all were kind of discussing in they I mean they made videos about that so apple didn't say like explicitly that they're going to put type c on an iphone they said we will comply with the law so they could just directly pull up with a portless iphone and then people have to work with it because the eu mandate starts from 2025 if i'm not wrong so apple still has two years to one more year at least for uh, to perfect their massive technology and maybe even their uh, this thing airdrop feature for transfer of files so we'll have to see we can get a portless iphone as well you never know yeah that and also what some people have the concerns that some people have is that uh, 
because of government regulating such things like the USB type C port, technology is going to be held back as a whole. Just imagine if uh, when Apple was having the 30 pin connector, I think it's a 30 pin connector uh, on the iPhone 4. And then the government made a mandate that every device needs to use this connector from now on. Then there would be no reason for Apple to develop the much better lightning connector. So if legally they are forced to stay in a single lane, then the growth would also uh, decrease a lot. And maybe USB Type-C will become the permanent standard for a really long time and there will be no development. I'm not saying USB Type-C is a bad port, but it also has uh, few of its negatives, uh, repairability being one of them, the uh, durability. Uh, the lightning port is much more durable because uh, the uh, charger that you get is only male and the uh, and the port is only female. There's nothing but in, in with the USB type C port the, with the charger, there's a hole inside the charger and there's a there's like a small part that's it's like it's like the USB type A. So like in case there's a small bend or something, then you'll have to remove the whole port from the phone. So that poses lots of questions in the repairability spectrum. But uh, that being said, this is what Apple has said. Now let's move on to the next two topics, which will be covered by Arthur. That's the 5G rollout in India and uh, the new Nokia phone. I think before that, one more thing about Apple is they've grown as a company so much that their total revenue right now is more than the combined revenue of Facebook, Microsoft as and uh, Google combined. So basically, if you combine all the revenue of Google, app, Google, Microsoft and uh, Facebook, or which is now Meta, it comes to around two, two trillion or something, whereas Apple is at 2.5 or 2.7 trillion, which is crazy to think about like even Apple watches are top selling iPhones are top selling even the MacBooks and other stuff are like top selling products and it's like really commendable of Apple to make such like perfect products which I mean at at times they make some weird decisions but most of the time their products are like perfect and people like enjoy using these phones especially iPhones and stuff. In most countries, they are a status symbol. But honestly, when I think about it, app, iPhones are like pretty, like software-wise also, they're pretty perfect. They get long years of updates. There are no bugs. But I, I mean, not that many bugs as Android, and which break the phone completely and all. But I mean, that way, Apple's doing really well these days. So kudos to them. Okay, talking about 5G in India, Jio um, and Edge, both announced that 5G is going to roll out in India slowly and Jio has uh, outright claimed that there will be pan-India 5G coverage by December 2023, which is a bold claim in my opinion, because this means that by December 2023, there will be 5G in like almost every city, town, village of India, which is kind of too ambitious according to Jio. Um, Airtel has slowly started rolling out 5G in like the major cities like Delhi, Mumbai, Bangalore and stuff in selected areas. So that's the 5G rollout basically, but there are cons to that. I mean, there are problems with 5G obviously because it's the start right now. And um, the main thing is 
the advantage of 5G is not the speed because 1 Gbps of speed on 5G and stuff, you don't need it for anything. Because you generally what I I think and is my application of like data is when I'm out of my house or if I have to like when I have to browse the internet quickly for something or maybe if I'm just scrolling or scrolling Twitter or something when I'm outside in the railway station or going to school or college. Um, that's where I use 4G. I don't use 4G for downloading any uh, like documents or files or anything like that. So 1 Gbps speed or 20 Mbps speed, it doesn't matter to me in terms of 4G to 5G. But one significant thing about 5G is the latency, which is uh, like really, really low. So it can help with uh, cloud gaming and then remote operations for doctors and stuff. But that will take a long, long time from now because those sort of things are yet to be developed on. So I think even Mr. Who's the Boss made a video about this, talking that uh, they the authorities were in such a hurry to roll out 5G that there is no clear application for 5G even after it came. Like in the US and all, 5G has already come two years ago. And there's no real application of 5G yet there. So basically, <clears throat> right now, 5G is just like going to be uh, 4G plus kind of a thing where you get extra speeds and low latency. But there, right now, there's any way known like real application of low latency. So there's no use of that unless like cloud gaming becomes a thing really quickly. And so basically right now you you need not upgrade to a 5G plan. I think Airtel has like a true 5G plan or something. I don't know if it's like directly upgraded for, from your 4G plan or whatever, but even if you get 5G, I don't know how much it'll be, how useful it will be for you. If you think like, like right now, most of the people have a 4G phone. Unless, so in my opinion, unless uh, you think you will use 5G, like for, you'll take advantage of the 5G speeds or whatever, then you can maybe switch to a 5G phone. Otherwise, your 4G phone uh, can run smoothly in India for another two years until 5G becomes more uh, accessible to people, maybe cheaper and maybe like the true applications of 5G might be like discovered. So that's all about 5G. Basically right now, it's just showing off the speed like you turn on speed test, you see 1 Gbps speed. Along with that, 2 Gb of your data is wiped out. That's another thing we'll, we'll have to wait and watch what the tel telcos plan. Because right now, with the, the current data plans which you have, like 5 Gb a day or 1 Gb a day or whatever, it's not going to be su sufficient for the whole day if you're using 5G because of the speeds being more and stuff like that. So we'll have to see what the telcos do about the like data usage cap which they put. So that's the other thing. Apart from that, I I hope the plans are not too expensive. We'll all have we'll have to wait for a couple couple of more months. Um, another thing is 5G phones having support for 5G. So basically, a software update needs to be rolled out by the manufacturer of your phone, be it Realme, Motorola, Samsung, Apple, or whoever it is, for 5G to work in your phone. So basically, I think Realme has completed the Completing completed rolling 
uh, the update for all its phones and i think even motorola is slowly pushing the updates uh, apple and samsung have told that they'll uh, push out this update in the month of december so that's one thing you guys need to know um and uh, for all of you who use airtel you can check if you and have a 5g phone you can check if your phone supports airtel 5g by going to their website i'll try to link that in the show notes so that's all about 5g let's quickly talk about nokia um it doesn't seem that nokia is taking the indian market seriously and they, they launched a phone recently i don't know the name globally i think it's the nokia xr60 or something like that um but let but the specs to price ratio is always messed up with nokia beat any phone they launch so so the price of this phone is 30000 rupees and you get a snapdragon 695 processor 50 megapixel plus 8 megapixel plus 2 megapixel triple camera setup a 5000 mah 4500 mah battery a 6.58 inch lcd 120 hz display so the specs are like around a 15000 rupee phone but the price is 30000 for who is going to buy this phone at 30000 you can get a whole lot of better phones like the nothing phone one or maybe the samsung galaxy a52s a53 there are countless number of phones which you can get for 30000 depending on your usage maybe if you want a good camera you can check the realme 9 pro plus if you want a uh, larger battery you can check the m52 or m53 there are countless options in 30000 why would i don't know why does nokia have to launch such smartphones in india i mean if you if you are not taking the market seriously and launching competitive phones just leave the market just like what uh, um some other brands have done i guess who has, has there been any brand who left india and gone i think google is trying to come back which is kind of good but i don't think lg did that kind of ah lg but lg phones were not overpriced but this is like out outrageous like 30000 for a 15000 rupee worth phone looking at the specs i mean it just doesn't make sense i don't know why is nokia launching these phones who even buys them i think the only advantage i can tell about this phone is the software apart i don't know how many years of updated gets i guess 3 years if i'm not wrong but that is also kind of okay that is kind of acceptable but the software is the only advantage i can think of in this phone at 30000 i don't know why is nokia doing some like these just leave the indian market already in i think they launched the same phone in europe as well and i don't know how much are they even selling in europe also surely i guess the major dominating brands across the world is apple and samsung and maybe even xiaomi to a certain extent in regional like regional areas but apart from that i think like all the nokia and also just leave already if they can't make competitive smartphones like in 2022 yeah i think that kind of wraps it up for this episode um so it's like been 19 minutes so we'll try keeping it as short as possible and we'll catch you guys in the next episode thank you for listening to the episode here on spotify don't forget to follow and leave us a rating and if you're on apple podcast subscribe and leave us a review that's it for this episode take care bye bye